my name's Lucy and I'm Juliet and this is Dyke Lemmers where we talk about all things dykey so get strapped in for a gay old time Julia, I've had the best week. <laughs> what have you been up to? I have had the best fucking week. What? What's been going on? What do you think happened over the weekend? Do you remember? I don't know. You've lost your gay card. Eurovision! <laughs> oh, shit! You're a fucking vision! I'm working. I'm uh, sorry. Do you know what? You What time did you finish? At like 10-ish. Oh, okay. 10.30? Okay, I thought you finished Something at like 8. That. No. Because really it started at 8. Uh, it no, I was so good this year yeah it was oh my god so my partner was in the kitchen like getting like we did um like a mexican spread mm. honestly enough for probably about 12 people um and i was just like laughing i she honestly must have thought i was like insane like i was just like clapping laughing and stuff and she was like you are having the best time in there <laughs> who was your favorite finland okay they did a song like cha 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 but it was it was like a rock song it was so good cha 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 rock song well, it was like cha cha cha. Oh, okay. It was different. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, literally nothing about it this year. It was incredible. <laughs> the winner as well mm-hmm. is Lorene, and she won in twenty twelve. Yeah, I so did she, see that. Yeah, and bisexual. Yes, she's bisexual. Doing it for the queers, but we love it. there is controversy. Oh, so apparently, no one really cared for her that much. And okay. I, I thought that too. So when she won, I was like, I don't even remember her performance. Oh. So she's Sweden, right? I know where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah. Next year will be the 50th anniversary of ABBA's yeah. winning. Yeah. So it's going to be home in Sweden for yeah. the 50th anniversary. It's very sus. A lot of people think it was rigged. And then I saw this thing on TikTok of like, you know, when they show them in the the little like loungy area bit they go to after yeah, they yeah, performed. Yeah, yeah. And she was the only one wearing a mic. A mic. And yeah. everyone was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. But, she, but she was winning. So it makes sense for her yeah, to keep her mic on. Yeah, I guess on. so. I guess so. We were shockingly bad. Have you seen our entry? I I saw not the performance from Eurovision, but mm-hmm. I saw like, I think it was maybe the semi-final performance. And I I do think the song is catchy. And like, I think it sounds good on the recording, but the version that i heard live was a bit shaky our girl can't sing like <laughs> it's okay it's okay, it's okay. we're not all singers mm. some of us are songwriters i don't like the song either so i don't really okay. understand why she's there but um it took her down 20 pegs because she really thought she was going to be the next pop sensation yeah and i saw everyone being like oh we're back where we long like right at the bottom of the, yeah. <laughs> of the chart it was a rough year for us but it's okay because mm-hmm. it was fun nonetheless exactly. i had the best time what have you exactly. been up to um well we it's with you oh we amazing. went to um we went to she didn't we, we did we? yeah we, did. we hadn't been for a while yeah we talk about it enough that we should have bloody gone back there look we used to go honestly every week it's yeah. embarrassing yeah um but we it's we took embarrassing do it for the gays every week <laughs> do it for the gays exactly we've got to support um but it, it did redeem itself for me because the last mm. time we went, basically we didn't enjoy it. Um, mm. But I, I'm back to enjoying it. Like I want to get back to she. Yeah. I'm not here for the drama. Although I was a bit sad because I was meant to be singing a karaoke song because mm. it was karaoke when we went. We went on Wednesday where they do karaoke. And um, I was meant to be singing a song. We were going to sing um, 
Carrie Underwood, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, the one that goes like, I dug my key into Banger. that yeah, one. I love that yeah, song. so good. But someone else had done the song five songs before us. Oh. And we, I think we were outside maybe when they called us, but they never called us. Like, mm. we didn't hear it. Like, our mates would have heard it if they did. So I think they were just like, oh, this song's been done before. Oh. Yeah. And we only realised at the end of the night, we went back up and we were like, what happened? Oh, so they definitely skipped you. Yeah. That's weird. I know. I know. Very sad. I feel like if you would have been called, because we were in quite a big group, so someone would have Yeah, someone would have heard it. Yeah. Unless they were busy. Yeah. Busy with other people. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Busy getting down with it. Right, so yes. do you want to introduce what today is? Okay, yeah. So today we're talking about um, the identity of lesbianism, mm. essentially, and how we have also like evolved in our personal identities, mm-hmm. um, sexual identities, and and yeah, it's it's we'll go into the polls. It's this week kind of based on what someone wrote in I know. to us. Thank you so forms. much. So excited. <laughs> Our prayers have been answered. <laughs> Finally. Exactly, yeah. I mean, when, when we were prepping for this one, I actually, mm. I forced you to introduce this one because I feel like there's so many ways you could phrase this. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I think in general, it's like, how have we come to these terms? And mm-hmm. is it an inclusive term? Yes, yeah, that's key. Are people using it correctly? Yeah. Um, I still don't really know, to be honest. Yeah, my, my views are very mixed on it, honestly. Mm. Um, I'm swaying to one side, but we'll, we'll Same. get into that. Yeah. yeah. So let's start with the polls. Okay. All right. My favourite thing to do. Yes. And clearly you guys' favourite thing to do ever, because you guys engage with these really well, so thank yeah, you for that. Yeah, thank you so much. So the first one was, have you ever changed your label since coming out? for example, bisexual to lesbian. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it was that surprising. Mm-hmm. 70% of people had to find the perfect fit. Yeah. That includes yeah. us. Yeah, it does include us. Yeah. Um, but 30% did say that the first one worked a charm. Yeah. Now, I looked at who did this, <laughs> um, and there does seem to be a very common thread of masculine women. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I didn't look at that. Mm. Oh, but that is interesting. Yeah. To be honest, that 30% is higher than I expected. Me too. I thought that it was quite common that, like, most people... Take a second. ...who are queer, like, have to kind of go through that journey. Because I guess that's just kind of what I've heard from from people and their experiences. But Mm. it's good to shape that around what actually is happening. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We had a couple of um, DMs about that question. So um, one that we got, which was interesting, was after coming out as non-binary, I changed my label from bisexual to queer, Mm. as especially with my asexuality, I wanted to focus on one existential question at a time. Mm. So effectively, that is going from bisexual to queer. um, Yes. After discovering that they are non-binary. Yes. Which is actually the correct way to do it i think yeah i yeah i would say so i'd say if if it's becoming a bit more complicated with how you're identifying with your own um gender Gender. Mm -hmm. then then i think yeah queer probably makes quite a lot of sense Mm. um we'll go into why that doesn't necessarily have to be the case Mm -hmm. but 
Um, yeah, no, that, that's mm. interesting. They felt they, they needed to change it for mm. their gender. Mm. Yeah. And another listener had a really interesting story. So they said that they gaslit themselves into thinking they're bi because of their Christian upbringing and mm. super religious family. But the moment my then boyfriend asked me to have sex with him, I almost threw up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I think, again, this will be something we go into, but I think a lot of people have a journey of using bisexuality yeah. as like a stepping stone mm. because it's more palatable for for yes. those kinds of communities like mm-hmm. when you come from somewhere that's not as accepting mm. yeah mm. the next question actually really surprised me mm-hmm. for the results so the question was do you think that the term lesbian is exclusionary of non-binary and gender non-conforming people 32% said yes. Mm. And 68% said no, they think it's inclusive of everyone. Mm. I was really surprised about this because if you go on t- TikTok, which I mean, honestly, is not the mecca of the <laughs> correct opinions, but people seem to be very upset with the term lesbian. So I was pleasantly okay. surprised to see that people are thinking that lesbian is an inclusive term. Yeah. Well, I, maybe it's one of those things that it's like, if you actually sit down and think about it, like, is there really anything within lesbianism that's saying that it's not? Like, mm, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so. Well, well, possibly. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll um, go into we'll it. We'll go into it. So, someone said um, in response to that question, they DM'd mm. us and said that they don't like the term lesbian as it feels too feminine and grosses them out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've never really viewed the term lesbian as feminine. Really? Neither have I. So, but interesting that people do. It's interesting that they would say that. I mean, maybe, maybe because of its origin, possibly, possibly. I mean, I would love like, to. We will never pry into why you guys ask us questions unless no. we need clarification. But I would love to know mm, <laughs> why someone thinks that. Because mm. I've seen this discourse online as well that lesbian is a gross word. Yes, I think even Jojo Siwa said it once. Yeah, I came across that article as well, mm. actually. Like, I think I think she said it, but then, like, she came back and was came like, no, I it. didn't mean it, like... Oh, you said it, yeah. so thanks, Jojo. <laughs> Just ruining our lives slowly. <laughs> own it, Jojo. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like... Well, I'm about to say it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I used to think that. Like, I used to think you it didn't was like a gross <gasps> Yeah, no, I did. Well, why? Not because not because i thought it was a gross word but it's in like i viewed it as society viewed the word as gross because when i was younger people would use it as an insult yeah yeah so yeah then you attach negative stigma to the Mm. word Mm. and then it's hard to undo that now i know i love being a lesbian Mm. like yeah and i'll always say that but like at first when i was we'll go into this more but when I was starting to identify with the term it wasn't the most comfy because I was mm. like I I don't really like this, the, the sound of this term but it is how I feel mm. so that is what I am unequivocally but that's really interesting yeah. it's definitely a loaded word I agree yeah. with you so at school it was definitely a big thing um I've mentioned this on a previous podcast but my mum's also a lesbian mm. um so you know I got called a dyke but so did she mm. um 
So it was definitely a loaded word. It, it never made me feel uncomfortable, but we differ mm. there. But we'll go into the full mm. stories yeah. um, in a little bit. So the final question for the poll was open-ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was whether um, you've changed your label since coming, or if you've changed your label since coming out, what made you make that decision to change it? Mm-hmm. And one of our listeners said that meeting like-minded people who were more diverse in how they expressed slash labeled themselves and educating themselves. Mm interesting Mm. i think yeah that definitely the educating yourself because Mm. i mean we were talking about this before we started recording today but there is so many terms so many it's it's really hard to wrap your head around and yeah i think i know who sent that one in actually Mm. but um yeah like sometimes when people kind of start to look into like whether or not they are just attracted to one gender or that whether it's like that you're attracted to someone regardless of their gender like you start Mm. to understand and educate yourself on like what actually is the right term for you Mm. you have to do a lot of introspective work to to get there really it's a lot to put on yourself to have to sit there and go right so what am i interested in what am i not interested in (laughs) and be finite on that because lesbian is a very finite term and i actually think that's why a lot of people struggle with the term because mm. when you say you're bisexual you're pansexual whatever all of them but but gay and well even gay i mean it's questionable but lesbian definitely mm. people will almost immediately go well you but you had a boyfriend yeah but you've kissed a boy before yeah what if you want to kiss a boy before uh, in the future what yeah. about that celebrity you had a crush on there's so many like things you have to you have to be perfect yeah no exactly and like I think that there's something that I um, saw when I was looking this up. I think it may have been part of the um, the lesbian... Is it called the manifesto? Man- manuscript? Manifesto? Oh, that's very problematic, though. Is it? Yeah. Okay, you can tell me about why it is, <laughs> because I just found it through an article. Um, but I can see why it might be, because of the way that it's, like, worded and stuff. Um, but it was... I think it was saying in that or maybe been the article that I got it from that um your your sexuality is about about how you feel now in this moment mm-hmm. and it doesn't have any reflection on what you've come from what your past is so like when people do go to a lesbian oh well you were with men in the past so like how how can you be a lesbian how do you know you're a lesbian well because that doesn't come that's not part of it that doesn't Mm. come into it because it's about how you feel now and who you're attracted to now and like everyone has a journey with who they have been attracted to in the past Mm. but that doesn't make their sexuality now any lesser than because Mm. they have had that journey Mm. you know i think anything you did before you were 25 which is when your brain fully forms Mm. doesn't matter doesn't count doesn't count doesn't exist anything in general beyond sexuality just anything mm. um but the lesbian manifesto i okay. believe that's what tell it's me called. why it's problematic yeah so educate me if you haven't read it mm-hmm. don't read it okay don't bother mm-hmm. it's i read it years and years ago mainly because i'd never heard of it <clears throat> and i was out as a lesbian before i, I read it mm. um but it's it's problematic because that the author has since come out as bisexual. Oh. So effectively okay. went completely back on what she wrote. Right. It's also written by someone that respectfully has no credentials. Yeah. And yeah, look, that's I saw not... that. It's on like WordPress or something. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Or Wattpad. 
it was very big on so the reason why i read it was because i saw it on tiktok and i was like what the fuck is this um and i read it or i didn't even finish it i read a little bit of it and i was furious by it. it's terribly written yeah it is written with the attitude of basically someone that just wants to you know some people want to be finite with their sexuality even when Mm, they're not mm, it's very that it's very like as you said it doesn't matter what you did beforehand like you can Mm. just be this now and you can be bisexual in in the future Mm. you can't be a lesbian if you're going to be bisexual in the future yeah no (laughs) no no exactly it's not how it works yeah no I, i get what you're saying yeah no it is it is badly written I think I only went on it because I was reading an article that was saying, like, how do I know if I'm bisexual or a lesbian? Okay. Um, how how do you not know? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. And um, then it was, like, saying about the article. And I'd, I'd heard about it before mm-hmm. because I think it was Kalani who was, like... Yeah, she... Like, I she read, read it, it and, yeah. like that made me realize that i was a lesbian but like a lot of the things that i think i think it's really interesting that it talks about comp hair like mm-hmm. compulsive heteronormativity mm-hmm. um because that's interesting i think that that is what often makes people's journeys into lesbianism more complicated mm-hmm. than just like this is how i feel so this is it mm-hmm. um but it is the finite st- like statements that are in there of like if you're a lesbian you feel this way about mm. men and like this is how you felt like when you were in relationships and like mm. all these things that you had to tick off and i was mm. like i was like a quite a large majority of these i actually don't relate to mm. like, i do relate to some of them but like a few of them no mm. so like mm. then that's like questioning people's sexuality even when they're sure mm. so it's like yeah it's a bit mm. bit muddy um right so let's get into specifics let's get into this um form response that was sent in that has inspired this episode okay so a listener said i have a dilemma so i've been identifying as a lesbian but i feel like this term excludes non-binary people and gender non-conforming folks mm-hmm. the term gynesexual i've heard is transphobic the thing about my sexuality is that I don't want a man because I'm not attracted to them nor the male genitalia whatsoever. How could I go around this? I'm not sure if there's a label that's not offensive but also inclusive and I'm wondering what you guys think about it. Okay, okay. Lots and they also there. sent in a second part. Oh, they did. Yep. So they asked <laughs> directly to Juliet. Yeah. Called the fuck out. Yeah, I got quite scared by this. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. <laughs> when I saw it, I because I, I, like, I knew I was the first one to see it. And I thought, am I going to have to still like this? Are we about to have a hater on our case? It would be to me, probably, if we were going to have a hater. Well. So. <laughs> so they said... How did you find out you to Juliet? How did you find out you're a lesbian and not bisexual since you've dated a man in the past? Mm, and they signed it off heart. Heart. Oh, and they said she her, sorry. She her pronouns, yeah. 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 Okay, so heart. Hello. <laughs> Juliet's ready for you. Ready for you. Um right, first of all, let's go into into lesbianism. Yeah. As as a identity and whether or not that's inclusive of gender non-conforming people mm-hmm. thoughts feelings what do you think it's actually hard, it's be- really hard because when i first read it i was like 
yeah, it's inclusive, I guess. Like, mm. fine. Mm. But for a lot of lesbians, it's not. Mm. And if you look at the definition... So I, I got my glasses out and I looked at the definitions. So uh, the Oxford Dictionary, which, to be honest, is kind of what we have to go for. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also what Stonewall released. Okay. Um, the definition of lesbian is a non-inclusive term so it's Mm. denoting or relating to women who are sexually or romantically attracted exclusively 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 to other women okay or to sexual attraction or activity between women so we're specifically speaking of women okay okay interesting well let me counter that okay right so i went into whether I like, I just kind of was googling around like whether or not people think it's inclusive, and what I came across was people speaking about non-binary lesbianism. Yeah. So what they were kind of saying in the articles, and I'll link them in, was basically that non non-binary natures are inbuilt into lesbianism because as soon as you're attracted to another woman, you're completely subverting society's norms and within that then you have people who are gender non-conforming lesbians they do exist there's quite a lot of them Mm. and what that is also doing is quite often you have like mask women for example who are subverting what is society's deemed characteristics of of womanhood Mm. and then you have like people who are more androgynous presenting and then you have like high femme as well which i guess i would also count as like subverting those gender norms and like there's a lot of people who were kind of early on in the history of lesbianism who used who were women who used he he him pronouns Mm. or z her pronouns as well so it becomes a bit murky because it's like how are we going to say that it's not inclusive when those people exist within our within our community Mm. and like if you look at like the 1940s and 50s right so i know i don't think you've watched it but um a league of their own no spoilers (sighs) please don't give me any spoilers okay this is not really a spoiler because it's based on the history that it's based around okay but a league of their own is like um a show that's all, all about the first women's baseball team yeah, yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, a bunch of them were gay. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. Um, and they have scenes where basically they would go out to these bars that were like undercover gay bars, essentially. Okay. And these, a lot of lesbians, mask lesbians, would go dressed in male clothing. But the thing is, is that was actually illegal. So, because of drag laws, which I found interesting, they were drag laws, Uh Mm -hmm. you had to wear um, three or more items of feminine clothing. Okay. And if you didn't, you could be arrested. Okay. Um, So, a lot of these women had to, in quotations, pass Mm -hmm. and use he, him pronouns, Mm -hmm. so they weren't arrested. Mm -hmm. So, when you're looking at that, right... I don't know how it can't be included in in our identity because it's it's there. Those women existed. They're part of what founded what the identity is now. And 
And maybe now in our current culture, we don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that the term has evolved to, to become non-inclusive now, mm. but there's still the history there. Mm. Here's my thing. So <laughs> I'm currently, and if you're watching, hello, I'm currently wearing all men's clothing. Yeah. But I don't have any gender dysphoria. Yeah. So, and you mentioned about mask women. Mm-hmm. All the masked women I know are she, her. Mm. They don't have gender dysphoria. Yeah. So I think, whilst I understand what you're saying, mm. and I think, yeah, the history's there, and I actually do think lesbianism is an, is an inclusive term. Mm. But for some people, it's not, because they don't fancy non-binary yeah. people. And that's there's yeah. nothing wrong with a lesbian that doesn't fancy a non-binary person, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. But I think what I'm, I guess I would be saying is that I don't think categorically lesbianism is like non-inclusive no lesbians would engage with the term gender non-conforming people oh yeah no i agree definitely but i also think it can then create problems for lesbians that don't yeah fancy yeah um, non-binary people yeah um and it's also caused a lot of problems to our spaces as well Mm. who do we allow in Mm. um you know, I mean, it's tricky. I know Shebar has mm. a really difficult job of it, I think. Mm. Um, if you go on the reviews for Shebar, there is a couple of people that will oh. say it's transphobic. Oh, interesting. I I know of people that are trans that have gone into that bar and had mm. a lovely night. Mm. I've never seen the transphobia yeah. at Shebar. I know of men that have gone into that bar. Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think if you look at the, like... Like cis men. Yeah, yeah. well, if you look at the... Um, what would it be called? Like the little cameo i don't know for what she bar is it says for lesbian women and their male friends male companions or something it's (laughs) it's really weirdly written interesting Mm. interesting okay well yes i know that um actually when we went um some people that i know that were gender non-conforming came Mm -hmm. And I don't know that they felt the most comfy in that space, to be honest. Like, oh, okay. they said to me afterwards that they were like, oh, I, I just don't know if that's a space that I should be occupying. Mm. And I don't think there's anything that says that they shouldn't be. But again, no. it's, it's how they feel. Yeah. Um. But hey, and with this person as well, like with what they're saying about um, heart. Hello again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what they're saying about not being attracted to to male genitalia mm. i think that's completely fine i don't think that means that lesbianism is transphobic because i think you could have lesbians that still are dating trans women mm. who are women mm. but it's just whether or not you as a person are willing to to work through that mm. and i don't think it's that all lesbians wouldn't be because i don't think we can we can categorically say that mm. really mm. um but this term gynosexual is interesting i had no idea what it meant very interesting i had to like look it up and then discuss with a few people because i got a bit confused <laughs> <laughs> i got a bit mixed in my brain um so yeah what did you find when you were looking up about it so i don't have the actual definition down but Mm -hmm. from what i gathered it's the attraction to um femininity so nothing Uh to do with gender or sex it was just attraction to femininity so in my view that would include um feminine 
men feminine non-binary people and feminine yeah. women yeah is that sort of what yeah. you got from it so what uh the definition i got was gynosexuality or gynosexuality describes the sexual orientation of people who are attracted to femininity feminine qualities or someone who identifies as female that last bit gets oh. a little bit confused okay but i would say mainly femininity and feminine qualities mm-hmm. to make it clearer in our minds um and then it said here that um basically what you're saying that like that that can kind of mean anyone of like mm. who who denotes those feminine qualities so it could be a man could be gender non-conforming gender fluid any anything um it's interesting that this person said that they think that this is a transphobic term yeah because actually um the term the term was created with non-binary genders in mind well that's what i thought when i read it i thought that that doesn't sound transphobic at all to me no it's it's meant to be that you're attracted to femininity regardless of gender Mm. so so obviously that probably wouldn't mean someone who is like um kind of more androgynous or like yeah. more mask presenting mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. but like it does still inc- include like trans women yeah definitely mm-hmm. um but i can understand why they maybe thought that okay. because um the term the term is one that doesn't really have um an agreed upon definition like some people do define it differently okay um and because of that its usage has become a bit confusing and has Mm. brought about some more negative connotations okay so um it's commonly used apparently by transphobes as a reason to exclude trans women um because i guess if you if you look at the word gynosexual gynosexuality you think you're talking about female anatomy right yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um apparently what that that word gyne at the moment at the beginning actually means is is woman Mm. but people denote it to to female anatomy and so trans exclusionary turfs have have used it um in that way so it it then becomes like is the definition the real definition Mm. or is the definition what it's been overhauled to be Mm. essentially oh god i mean the world's gone mad i mean if we if we just stop saying everything that turf said we wouldn't have any language oh well because they take everything they took woman loving woman for a while Mm. um which i wanted to mention i found like no discourse about that online anymore so apparently woman loving it doesn't lesbian Mm. is not defined as non-man loving non-man that's a load of shit (laughs) um there was like one person that said it on tiktok and now and people ran with it for a while yeah because we saw a production do you remember and it had a woman loving woman t-shirt in it and they got like in trouble for it which production was that it was ages ago it was about um like a lesbian choir oh yeah oh yeah. yes because they they go to pride yeah and then they um like perform on stage with mm-hmm. those t-shirts and then they're yeah they're 
she got in trouble for it yeah yeah so that that discourse doesn't really exist anymore which i'm pleasantly mm. surprised at because i always wondered like whether saying wrw was offensive but apparently not so that's good yeah yeah so, so should we um should we start thinking about pansexual yeah because that is in my opinion the answer to this listeners mm. um question mm. i would say so well well i don't know i'm twofold right? okay mm-hmm. i'm twofold I think you could still identify as a lesbian and yeah oh yeah, yeah and 100%. like I don't think that anyone would be like oh well that means you're only you're only attracted to like body other other women and nothing else in between mm-hmm. um because I think that's a that's whilst that may be society's overarching kind of view of lesbianism mm-hmm. it's it's not the reality and there's a lot of people who exist within that binary. So I think you could still identify as a lesbian. But if it makes you more comfortable to identify with a term that is more clearly ex- um, Specific, inclusionary, isn't it? Yeah. Then, then yeah, pansexual mm-hmm. would, would possibly be a good option. Yeah. Or queer. Or queer. Which, or queer. you know, has its own controversies as well. This mm. obviously used to be an offensive term. A lot of queer people don't like that term yeah um we will move move into this in a second when we start talking about our terms but i yeah. actually am quite offended if someone calls me queer interesting mm. interesting mm. but you identified as queer i did for a time didn't yeah, you? yeah i did mm. i did it's nuanced these conversations isn't yeah it? <laughs> no it's interesting so so let's move on to the second part of this then uh-huh. so let's how go. how would you know you're a lesbian if you've been with men okay Juliet specifically to Juliet well okay so right let me just address this I don't think this person meant meant it in a no I don't think this person I want to address it because when I initially read it Mm -hmm. I was like oh how rude but I don't think that person meant it that way it's not well that's just my um you know well let's say it is a sore topic exactly it is for everyone that's my like gut reaction coming out because yeah. that's what people who are homophobic sometimes say mm. not saying that this person is doing it in that way no um but yeah i i dislike that people who do use it in the negative sense try to discredit lesbians by referring mm. to their experiences in the past with men. Yeah. Because it's it like, all the time. just because I've had experiences with men doesn't make me any less of a lesbian. If anything, it was validating. Or if Yeah, if, <laughs> if anything, more so. Because I'm, yeah. I can sit here and say, oh yeah, I've had experiences with men, but I'm still a lesbian. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't make much sense to me. But let's let's go into it. So... When I first came out, mm-hmm. I came out as as bi. Okay. Um, looking back on it, I think a large part of the reason why I did that was because when I came out, I didn't have much experience with women okay. to start with. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know. I, 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 I felt as though I probably did only really have an attraction to women but I didn't know that for sure mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I'd had enough experience yet mm-hmm. um and then and also I felt like it was more palatable like mm-hmm. for the people around me um to to understand because like 
some of the people I was coming out to, they they'd heard that term before. So that okay. term made sense to them. Um, they didn't like it, <laughs> oh, but okay. they but they had heard that term before. Um, and for me, that at that time, lesbian lesbian just felt too strong. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But then, once I had had experience with with women, quite quickly after that, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like being so categorically saying that I I still would go with men doesn't actually feel right to me anymore. Okay. Um, and so I started to identify as queer. Um, and I actually did this funny thing, which I think quite a lot of people do, where I was like, I actually don't want to identify as anything. Like, I'm queer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to identify as anything. I'm queer. So, like, fuck you if you ask me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, again, looking back on it, um, was just me rejecting in myself the fact that I felt like I was a lesbian, mm-hmm. but I just didn't want to say it yeah basically mm-hmm. um and it still felt quite scary um to like be definitive about my sexuality in that way um for for a long time really mm. um and like coming out as a lesbian felt like coming out again oh it is yeah yeah every time you change your term it is like coming out all over again yeah i didn't feel that with queer though i didn't feel that with queer well (laughs) (laughs) queer is quite wishy-washy and i think that's why it's very comfortable it's a very comfortable term Mm. no one's gonna question you Mm. you don't have to do anything you could just sit there and well i would have people question me when i when i was saying i was queer because i'd have people being like what does that mean what does that mean but when you came out as queer, yeah. it was a bit more of a new term to be reclaimed, like in terms of reclaiming. True, it was. Yeah, I actually think when that was happening, oh gosh, so how long ago was that? It must have been like over a year ago now. Oh yeah, God. No, it was, it was it was pandemic. It was yeah, the pandemic. Yeah, so I'd come out as queer before I met you. Okay, but not very long before i'd met you okay i didn't change her everyone (laughs) (laughs) just to confirm (laughs) well no interestingly we kind of had that journey of coming to the term of lesbian like Mm -hmm. at a similar time yeah um but yeah when i was queer a lot of people would be like well what does that even mean what does Mm -hmm. it even mean and i was like well like i'm not straight but i don't really want to define it that's what i would say Mm -hmm. that my queerness meant um and i was like it's an umbrella term and they were like, well, then I had some people say to me, well, then that's not a sexuality then, is it? If it's an umbrella term. Oh my God. Why are people in your life so mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm I shocked. Know. I didn't think people thought, I thought, I thought like queer was just like such an easy term. No, and... I had some gay people say to me, that's not, what? that's not an identifier. Some lesbians can be a bit mean. And I went through this stage <laughs> of being a bit mean to people when they, mm. when like, you know, I was very sure of my sexuality. I'm not saying people that identify as queer aren't sure of their sexuality, but yeah it can be a bit more interpreted a bit more wishy-washy so i yeah. definitely was a bit sort of well what does that mean have you had experience with women but it was really just to protect mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. um but in terms of the bisexuality term mm-hmm. how were you were you comfortable with that term did you find people didn't like it did like it do you think boys liked it um <laughs> <laughs> um i think 
I think people were more... I want to say people were more accepting of of when I said that I was bisexual. Okay. Well, well, no, no. Actually, no. People who who were not very close to me, but I was coming out to, were like, oh yeah, like bisexual. I get that. I think if I'd come out to them as a, like a lesbian out the gate, mm-hmm. I think I would have had much more like, whoa, rea- like kind of shocked mm-hmm. reactions than I did. I feel like when I came out to people as bisexual, they were like, we could see that for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Okay. Um, well, now family is another matter. Me coming out as, as queer to them in general was was difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a story for another time. Um, and the lesbians that I went on dates with. So I went I went on one date with a lesbian mm. when I was bisexual. Mm. And actually, like it was one of my first dates with a woman ever. And <gasps> she was she was really not very nice to me. I'm not gonna lie, oh, like. So I've told you about this story before. We we went like for for dinner. We mm-hmm. went for like just like pizza, I think. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time, like she didn't really say anything overt until the end. But like the whole time, she just kind of was giving me this vibe of like, you're not really gay. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I've got to just yeah. go back because I said I was a bit mean to people. <laughs> I didn't do that. I was just a bit sort of like. Why can't you just be like a lesbian? Like, <laughs> I was just like encouraging lesbianism, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't mean to people. No, no. At all. Yeah, exactly. The, what she was doing was just being very like invalidating, essentially. Oh, no, that's not nice. She essentially like was like, so how long have you been out? Have you had any experience with women? Like was kind of quizzing me on my experience. And I was like, okay. it's not really any of your business, for one. Like yeah. this is the first date. I hardly know you. Mm. And also like, are you ranking whether or not I have enough experience for you? Because mm. that's not okay. <laughs> Was, is that mean though? Well, because I've asked bisexuals that on first. Well, dates. it was it was more so like kind of. Is it the tone? The tone. Okay. Yeah, and like, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like she kind of dismissed me after she figured out that I had not much experience, which I was very open and honest about because I never wanted anyone mm. to to be misled into Mm -hmm. the thinking I had Mm -hmm. more experience than I did Mm um yeah I think it was at that time I don't think I'd slept with a woman so I think once she knew that she was like she was turned off by it yeah okay yeah so my lesbian term how I came to it Mm. is different to yours so I really didn't have to identify for honestly the longest I can tell you basically no one in my life has ever asked me um I was brought up with the mantra of it doesn't matter who you go to bed with as long as they want to be there. Mm. And I really stuck to that. So Mm. when I had my first sexual experience with a woman, which was at 16, Mm. I knew immediately that I was gay. Mm. Um, But I didn't really think being finite and being specific was important. Mm. Now, I mentioned it earlier, but when I was at school, people were honestly only concerned with my mum. They didn't care that I was maybe a bit fruity. I mean, I got the old like dyke and like, oh, you two are lesbians and stuff because we're like, probably. I mean, we probably were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really had to identify, and even mm. like now, I've never really had to identify. Mm. Um, well, obviously, I now I do, but when I was like in my early twenties and stuff, no one ever asked. So I thought it was 
not an important part of my life to identify yeah. with anything but I knew I was gay um and I knew that I was majoritively attracted to women mainly because to get really really crude when I was 16 it was the way my body reacted so my body reacted yeah. very differently and yeah. you know obviously still does to women than yeah. to men yeah um effectively my body does not react to men at all mm-hmm. um and my body obviously reacts to women mm-hmm. so I knew that from the start when I became like an adult adult post-pandemic that's when people started to ask and that's also coincidentally when I went to like uni and I'd already done my undergrad but mm. my masters and things like that um so people didn't necessarily ask but I was more happy to talk about it um and especially post-pandemic people were really shouting about being gay which is amazing um and it actually gave me a lot more confidence really because you know with having experiences with men you are less confident I think yeah. in terms of speaking about it because you're scared that someone might go yeah but you had a boyfriend yeah you know? yeah um so then I was a lesbian mm-hmm. um I came out as a lesbian and then I went sort of back in a little bit and started identifying as mm. queer mm. um and then yeah came back out as as a lesbian so yeah. there was no time where I was bi and yeah. there was no time where I was straight so you went lesbian queer lesbian essentially essentially yeah I mean yeah. I went you know gay no one really ever asked would right. kind of sleep with anything <laughs> to Anything. yeah pretty much to lesbian to queer to okay. lesbian okay so i've always felt very connected with the term lesbian mm. um even you know past all the terrible experiences i had as a child mm. um i was talking about this with my partner yesterday and i thought this might be quite interesting for the listeners to hear so there's not been a time in my life where i haven't been hate crimed mm. because my mum and her wife are very obviously gay mm, they're yeah. both masculine but butch butch women yeah. um and there's been multiple times of hate crimes um and even you know transphobia i mean neither of my parents are transphobic but mm. i can remember a very specific time and i spoke to my stepmom about this the other day where she was like really verbally attacked in a toilet because they thought she was a a young man wow. and she was wearing a very tight polo and I don't know if this is weird to say, but my stepmom has quite big breasts. And yeah. she was literally like, look at my tits. Yeah. Like, of course I'm not. And yeah. also I was like seven. Wow. So, and I, you know, there's never really been a time of that. So even though I've been quite heavily hate crimed my whole life, mm. it never made me not relax into the term lesbian. Mm. Okay. But I know that can be a problem for people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me when it was like coming to the term of of lesbian like i think it's what it's kind of what we said before of like people used to use it in such a negative way at yeah. school especially oh god, yeah. my god. like my god like at secondary school like people would just be constantly like oh she's a lesbian mm. oh like look mm. they're like touching each other's mm. arm they're mm. lesbians like mm. all this shit and like I think it's like just like the media as well that was perpetuated. Mm. Like it's it's very hard to think of concrete examples, but I mm. just know for a fact that like when I was younger, people just painted lesbians as being as being disgusting and like mm. ugly and like 
butch not wanted mm-hmm. by men and butch yeah, and yeah. like weird and yeah. like outside of the norm yeah. none of those things are true no and like now we have better representation mm-hmm. like you can see the all the colors and the spectrum of people that exist like within lesbianism but it was very hard to step outside of that mindset but here's the thing you were talking about what people said at school but Mm. when i was actually doing gay shit silence because people didn't actually want to talk about that there was two girls in the year above me that literally ate each other out on a table in the middle of a party silence no one was calling them dykes no one's calling them lezzers. It's because they didn't mm. they didn't use it correctly. They used it as an insult. They didn't actually think about what that term meant. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you two are close, dykes. Yeah, yeah. But if you were actually kissing a girl or are done something, then there's dead silence because people don't want to yeah. actually talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Because then you're just calling me the correct term. Well, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> just a thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. not anymore. It's like, yeah, accurate facts. <laughs> thank you. Um, well, it, like, it happened with, with gay as well, didn't it? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it was so gay. That's like, so at gay, school, yeah. like, that was constant. Yeah. Yeah, I remember back then people saying it, and they, and they, they were not in any way, yeah, actually thinking mm. about what that term meant. No. At all. No. So. And like I remember as well, if teachers would be like, "You can't say that," we'd be like, "Oh, we just mean happy, miss." Like, yeah. Oh my talking god. About? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I actually will hold my hands up and say I, I'm sure that when I was that age, I probably said it. I probably said it. Probably. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I ever said like dyke or like lesbian or anything like that because I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that way. Let's not talk about that. Let's um... <laughs> talk about that one. Um, but yeah, no, it did feel like for me. Going from from queer to lesbian felt like coming out again. Mm. And, like, it took me a long time to, like, kind of start using that word about myself around certain people. Like, okay. around my friends and stuff, my non-queer friends. Mm-hmm. I just kind of posted it on Instagram and I was like, work it out for yourself. Mm. But then with, like, family, it did have to be, like, an active choice of mm. this is how... I am mm. identifying now. Mm. Um, take it or leave it kind yeah. of vibe, basically. Yeah. Because, um, like, I will go into it in a future episode when I'm when I'm good and comfortable. But like, with my family, it wasn't it wasn't the easiest journey coming out with them. Mm. Um, and so I did worry about when I came out as a lesbian, what the reaction would be because it mm-hmm. it's it feels so much more definitive. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like you're you're putting a line under your any kind of straightness that mm. like you you have. Mm. So I think it's very like it, it does feel quite finite in that way. It is. Yeah. Um and like not to say that like if I I believe that that identities are a reflection of how you feel currently. Who fucking knows what you might feel like in the future? I can't mm. see myself ever wanting to date or sleep with a man again. But like, I don't know. I don't know. Because mm. I, I just, I feel like sexuality is fluid. And like, yeah, I think that makes me, that made me feel better when mm. I was identifying as a lesbian as like, well, you know, like it's, it's how I feel. Like mm. it's how it's how it's, how it's most accurately depicting me mm. as I am mm. right now. 
um but mm. yeah saying all that i really don't see myself ever sleeping with a man again like the thought of it yeah yeah for me for me my personal experience is less fluid for me mm. but i do understand that especially if you've identified as straight or mm. um, bisexual you know coming out as a lesbian it basically forces you to confront what you've done in the past yeah um yeah. especially if you thought you were straight or you thought you were bisexual yeah um so i understand for a lot of people it is fluid for me it's not mm. um for me it was just utter denial and and like i knew it mm. and if anyone actually sat down and asked me like what well, lucy what the fuck are you doing like when i was during that time where i sort of went back in as well like i was like a druggie yeah like, i was a mess yeah. um i had no idea what i was doing with my life at the time mm. um so oh well, i wasn't a druggie i was a stoner um but yeah so i mean there was sort of other things going on Mm. um Mm -hmm. i don't think it was should have been a part of my journey i think it just was because i was having a bit of a mare yeah um yeah but it it doesn't have to be a finite term now before Mm. we close up this episode Mm. i want to just take a minute to encourage lesbianism um in one sentence Mm. what do you why why do you love being a lesbian Mm. one or two sentences i won't limit you too much um i'd say like like this uh, it's hard to describe like the softness of being with a woman like i just think there's so much like tenderness Mm -hmm. um and just like care Mm -hmm. i just think the relationships i've had with women for the most part they there's just so much so much listening so much care so much communication like the shit that like women do in relationships like i never ever experienced in in straight relationships Mm -hmm. of like yeah just the small things of like knowing your your partner's love languages and like reacting to that and like like i don't know like getting them like the flowers that they love and whatever like all of that um I just think is so much more present in the way that I've I've had lesbian relationships and the sex is way better <laughs> that was by no means one sentence thank you Julia um, <laughs> so I I yeah. obviously agree with I everything you said <laughs> I agree with everything you said I'll use other examples so mm-hmm. for me um the community i fucking love you i love you all like i love how accepting it is and you know for more personally it's always felt like a really comfortable home like homely term for me Mm -hmm. and it describes me perfectly yeah and i'm so glad that like there's so many of us now that you know are open and talking about it and i'm I'm glad for the friendships i can have as well because the lesbian friendships i have are incredible yeah um they're so different to any other friendship yeah no definitely yeah do you have anything else you want to add before we close up um i well i don't it's kind of harking back to like why we became lesbians and to begin Mm -hmm. with and it's kind of what i was just saying then the sex is way better i think a big part of why i became why i started using the term lesbian is because i didn't enjoy sex before i had sex with women okay yeah like i don't think i ever really like actually understood the big deal until i had sex with women like Mm -hmm. when i was having sex with men i was like this is a chore why are we doing this Mm. yeah (laughs) it Mm. wasn't yeah so i just yeah i just wanted to say like i think that that was part of 
my kind of coming out journey and a big indicator for me oh, okay so you want to talk about sex then <laughs> well you have to come back next week well, won't you come back next week <laughs> to go into that a bit more yeah if you want to hear our thoughts on on sex next week it is for you Some i'm afraid nice of being uh, sexy time i know i'm sorry i hate when people do that as well that's just next week like, oh, fucking hell. well i'm sorry you're gonna have to right so you can find us everywhere d-y-k-e l-e-m-m-a-s yes yes Boom. you, you can find it. us everywhere you know where we are already mm-hmm. um it was lovely catching up yes it was lovely speaking to you today all right i'll see you all next right. week catch you later bye bye, bye.